You are listening to a podcast from West Hill United Church located in Scarborough, Ontario, Canada. These podcasts are made possible by the generous support of our listeners, volunteers, and members of our community. To donate, go to our website, www.westhill.net, and click on the Canada Helps button, or go to www.westhill.net forward slash donate. Good morning. Can you hear me? Am I clear? Okay. Uh, if I haven't met you or don't know you, my name is Merlin. It's uh, great to be here, as always, to welcome you. And um, we first of all need to acknowledge that we are on the traditional territory of the Mississaugas of New Credit First Nations lands which lands were previously occupied by the Seneca and Huron and Wendat First Nations. So maybe we'll just take a a moment to reflect on that, because it's a, a very sad tradition with which we are all living every day. Grounded, Guided, Growing, A Time for Centering, from Scott Kearns. Yeah, YouTube, uh, the news, the newspapers, everywhere. Um, it seems like wherever you look, there's something terribly wrong. And, and, and then you can find all the things that are terribly and deeply right. And it's how to hang on to that. And, and this... This next song, um, I think we, I wrote it when Westo was uh, needing to hang on tight uh, some years back. And, uh, but, but I, I is what do you hang on to when things rumble or, or, or the ground doesn't feel as, as steady? And, uh, and I, I think we keep pointing ourselves to, to hang on to what, what you know is true, which is that grounded in life. And what you want to be guided by, which is what we keep choosing, compassion and justice and integrity, and then doing it together in in the wisdom we gather together. Uh, Today we have three short um, readings. 
Zeli Adibola remembers when the soil of Orisha hummed with magic. Burners ignited flames. Tigers beckoned waves. And Zeli's reaper mother summoned forth souls. But everything changed. The night magic disappeared. Under the orders of a ruthless king, magi were killed, leaving Zeli without a mother and her people without hope. <clears throat> now, Zeli has one chance to bring back magic and strike against the monarchy. With the help of a rogue princess, Zeli must outwit and outrun the crown prince, who is hell-bent on eradicating magic for good. Dangers lurk in Orisha, where snow leponaires prowl, and vengeful spirits wait in the waters. Yet, the greatest danger may be Zeli herself, as she struggles to control the powers and her growing feelings for an enemy. The second reading is also about Oscar, Ayana, Trayvon, Rekia, Michael, Eric, Tamir, John, Isabel, Sandra, Freddie, Alton, Philando. It's even about that little boy in 1955 who nobody recognized at first, Emmett. <clears throat> now for the third and final reading. <coughs> I want a guy to show me myself. I want him to love me so deeply, I'm not afraid to show him how ugly I can be. I want him to show me scars I never knew I had. But I don't want him to make them go away. I want him to hold my hand will I nurse them myself. And I want him to cherish the bruises they leave behind. Offered his wisdom for the journey. Focused Moments from Greta Bosper. This is the first movie that we've been watching uh, in the Inspired by Hollywood's I'll now turn my mic on. This is the first Inspired by Hollywood's movie that has not had subtitles. Um, but it doesn't mean that we don't need someone to interpret it for us. Um, so this, the focus moment is about one of the basic elements that runs through the movie. I know my mother held me through those bright afternoons when I was too sick to go to school. She held me close up against her breast, steady until I could 
fall asleep sitting upright, pillows stuffed under her arm so she could hold me longer. Upright, the only way to still my heaving chest. But I wonder what she thought about as she sat there. The day she'd had, when I'd get well, the meals she'd make tomorrow, next week's visit to the eye doctor, or when my sisters would get home from school. I know she didn't wonder if my sisters would come home at all. I know she didn't worry for their safety, except perhaps from rubber balls they threw too hard, skipping ropes they swung too fast, boys they might be kissing far too soon. We were children, and we glowed. White. Not brown or black or in between. Not already scarred inside by words learned at kitchen tables, shared in playgrounds embedded in the norm. White. Not fighting an uphill battle every single day on the gravel of the playground, torn knees from play and blackened eyes from not. White. Not afraid to use the washroom, running home and back so fast you'd not get caught, avoiding hatred, hard edges, and fists that didn't clench till you arrived. White. Not met halfway home by a mother frantic that an hour has gone and you just playing in the schoolyard working to overcome the bruises you tell her happened while you played. My mother's arms around me. I slept. No greater problem for her to bear than the complication of a common cold. No greater fear for her to quell than any mother with a child who glowed white. This week's film is going to shortly be shown on a trailer. <laughs> Yay! I remembered. <laughs> not, the, not the film, just the trailer. Can I 
took you so long to respond to me. I sent you a very well-crafted message three weeks ago. And today, out of the blue, you hit me up asking if you want to grab dinner. What changed? I didn't feel like being alone. Not tonight. So you turned to Tinder. So what happens tonight? Did you think we were going to have sex? <laughs> no. I thought we were going to hang out. Maybe get to know each other. Field execute turn signal back there. Go ahead and ask you to step out of the vehicle for me. Could you please hurry up? What did you say? It's just cold. Get out there! Keep your hands on your seat! Why is he under arrest? What is your badge number? Just chill! I'm reaching for my cell phone! Now let's go. Cop killers! Cop killers! It was self-defense. We're in the black money and class. He was city breaking and everybody's shaking up with face. How you gonna outrun the police? We don't have to outrun them. We just have to make sure they don't know where we are. This is Kentucky, my friend. There's a war going on out there, and you welcome this into our home? Who's y'all? Y'all really gave us something to believe in. We need a death for real. Let them go! Is that Black Panthers? Power to people. All we can do is go forward. There is nothing back there for us. Let's just keep going. What if God wanted me to die and I messed up his plan? I don't think that's what he wanted. How do you know? I just think you were meant to be here. I'm scared. It's all right. I'll be brave enough for the both of us. I'm taking you dancing. Let's go. You're willing to risk getting caught so we can dance? Hell yeah. Don't worry, you're safe here. I just want to let you know that I'm okay and that I love you. I want a guy to show me myself. I want him to love me so deeply. I'm not afraid to show him how ugly I can be. Thank you for bringing us this far. Thank you for this journey. Please! No matter how it ends. What do you want? I want to ride or die. Can I be your legacy? You already are. seen Queen and Slim? Oh, I get to say anything. Oh, no, okay, we have one person. It's a very, very, very powerful movie, and if it wasn't for the um, quick work of uh, Annie, I wouldn't have been able to see it either. Um, but I did manage to uh, watch the film, and I had expected uh, that it would be a difficult film. Um, I expected that it would take me, us, to places that were places of discomfort, um, but, that, but that those places wouldn't be very far uh, from the way we respond when we see situations on the news or when we read about something in the paper around uh, systemic violence against blacks, uh, particularly in the United States, uh, but also in so many other places. Uh, so I wasn't... Uh, I wasn't unprepared, really, for the movie and for how it went. Um, when I was reading the reviews, um, every single review I read referred to it as, um, as uh, Queen's uncle referred to it when he first saw them, and you saw it in the trailer. If it ain't, uh, the black Bonnie and Clyde. But there's a huge difference uh, between this couple and Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde had murdered and thieved their way across the continent uh, in a brutal manner, and they were shot uh, to death uh, in an ambush uh, when 
they finally got enough information about where they were going to be. Uh, we think of that as a romantic story. It's not a romantic story. It was a roman- It was a story of of terror and outlaws, uh, and so they were deserving of their fate, as the story goes, if not life in prison or um, execution. But the two characters in Queen and Slim, who we only know as Queen and Slim because that's what the movie's called, uh, their names are only given in the very end of the movie. Otherwise, they're just two nameless black people who got together uh, at a diner on a Tinder date. Um, Does everyone know what Tinder is? Put your hands up if you know what Tinder is. Okay. Tinder is a hookup app. Uh, You can go on Tinder and arrange a date with somebody uh, and, uh, and then have that date. And so she had responded to some information that he had given her three weeks before. And he was a little put out that she didn't respond. So when he asked why she had chosen to call him now, uh, she said, well, because I had a bad day. Uh, My client is going to be executed. She's a lawyer. And she just finished a case. and, And he said, well, what did he do? And she said, it doesn't matter what he did. The state has no right deciding who lives and who dies. So he sort of backs away a bit and he goes, okay, um, so what made you choose me? He said, your picture. And he goes, hmm, you looked so sad. <laughs> oh, wasn't quite the answer that he wanted. So they were in this diner, which was obviously below her um, interests, uh, she asked him, is this, so is this really your favorite restaurant or is this all you can afford? He's definitely a couple of rungs lower than her if we're going to have a ladder in the situation. And on their way home, after they've had their dinner and they, and they go home, uh, they're driving home, you see what happens. Um, at one point, she has his phone and so she's reading a few things out of his phone and he reaches over to grab the phone from her and swerves the car a little bit, right? And as the car swerved, there's a police officer behind him who picks up some other minor infraction and calls him out of the car. Because she's a lawyer, she asks why he's being taken out of the car. Then she asks why he's searching the trunk. Because he gave me permission to search the trunk. You have no right to search the trunk. What are in these boxes? Don't answer. She's looking at it from the perspective of a legal um, undertaking. Uh, what does the police, what do the police have the right to do? And what should they not do? Finally, because she's being so mouthy and won't shut up, won't stop asking questions, he shoots her in the leg. And she's wounded. And then a struggle ensues. And as you know, he kills the cop. So the first thing that happens is that the lawyer says, we got to run. We can't go back there. Her knowledge of the law, which was enough to get into that first interaction to begin with, was also solid enough to know that they would get no clemency, that they would be considered cop killers no matter what had happened. And indeed, when the, when the, um, the dash cam video uh, goes viral, they clearly see the cop shoot the woman who has no 
weapon and then be shot by the other man but it's there's never a conclusion that the woman deserved to be shot or shouldn't have deserved to be shot it was just that they were on the run because they were cop killers and then the run happens and the unfolding of the narrative within the run uh, is exquisite beautiful horrifying uplifting engaging uh, pivotal in one sense of what happens and what causes what you learn of the roots of the lawyer uh, who she came from you learn of the love of the man for his family uh, and how together they move through this situation bringing all of that with them which is why I chose the first reading Tony Adayemi's uh, reading from Children of Blood and Bone she was um, interviewed on what's the book CBC book I can't remember it's the one that's on every week about reading anyway anyway I listened to her interview on that and was no no not wasn't I don't know it's okay just google it <laughs> Tony Adeyemi CBC it'll show up <laughs> but she was talking about um, the reality that uh, girls are not reflected in much um, much fiction for young teens in, w in, in the kind of fantasy stories uh, that teens go to and read so much of. And so she wanted to create a story that included a girl as the hero of the story. And so the book that she wrote, uh, Children of uh, Blood and Bone, uh, was a bestseller on the New York Times bestseller list for at least 18 months. Uh, and has been picked up, a movie is being made of it, and the set, her second book was published last year. Uh, and she's telling the story of girls and the power that they have. But woven into that fantasy story, I couldn't help but think would also be some of the stories of the past of the black population in America and in the UK and in the Caribbean islands that black population, much of which was torn away from the stories to which it related and the people who wove and told those stories. And there may have been magic in those stories or what we would call magic because we have no idea uh, what was left behind, what was ultimately destroyed uh, as you know, the British Empire and others took over that country. But when I read the stories about how trees can talk to children, to adults, when the family groupings, tribes, if you may, grow up within the Amazon forest, they learn the language of the trees. They can hear it. They, the trees warn them of what's coming, of, remind them of what has been passed, invite them to engage. And if trees if my ears could be tuned well enough because of the teaching of my family and my tribe, if, if trees could talk to me, then why couldn't the ancestors talk to me long after I ever saw them, if my family had been handing down their guidance? So who's to say 
that this cerebral way in which we live and move and have our being in our Western world is all that ever was. And so I brought Tony's book in, because not so much because of the girl hero, but because of the possibilities of the ties that were broken, that left a people unmoored from who they were and set adrift in a world completely different. That seems to be uh, where Queen and Slim find themselves, a world they're acutely familiar with, but a world that uh, is not what each of them within their own sphere would experience or know. The license plate of Slim's car says, trust God. His family is a believing family. He's grown up in a quiet way. He doesn't drink. He tells, the, he tells the police officer that he doesn't even drink when he asks him. So we feel the shift of those two individuals, unmoored from the past that their ancestors had, being unmoored from the past that they know, and entering this strange world uh, in which they live in cars and move quickly from place to place. The second reading that Moreland shared was a list of people who have been murdered, black people for whom there has been no justice. Oscar, Ayana, Trayvon, Reikia, Michael, Eric, Tamir, John, Azel, Sandra, Freddie, Elton, Philando, and Emmett. A young boy that was killed so long ago, but when his body was found, they couldn't, no one could recognize it. The anger and hatred that had been imposed upon it had made him almost invisible. So the movie itself uh, asks us the stories about race over and over again, um, presents two people who I really wish they hadn't put the names in the, in the um, title of the movie because we would have been trying to find them throughout and I think that's a big part, uh, the nameless reality of these people uh, against whom injustice is being enacted, uh, terror and fear is being imposed, uh, that they could be anyone. And I think that's the message. At one point, uh, when they stop because their car isn't working, they have to pay to get it fixed, and the, the mechanic is so annoyed that they're hanging around watching everything he does that he sends his 14-year-old son, Junior, to go with him, take them on a walk, get him out of here. And Junior says to them, looks at them and says, it's an honor to meet you all. And I burst into tears. That's the, that's the point in the movie where I burst into tears. Because this 14-year-old was looking at two people that he'd seen on television who were trying to escape what they knew would be a brutal injustice. And he saw them as heroes, not just for him, but for his people. And when they go for the walk, Junior says to them, that, you know, he'd, he'd die today if it meant that He'd leave a legacy. I just want people to know I was here. And Queen quickly says, your family knows you're here. That's all that matters. But it's not. He wants, 
He wants immortality. Back at the garage, he, ta- he asks, uh, no, sorry, Slim asks for a picture of them. He said, I, I just want us to be remembered. And that's the picture that you see uh, when the movie is being shown. It's them on the, at the front of the car, and the picture is taken. And Junior takes that picture and sends it out all over the place. It goes, it goes quite viral and turns up everywhere as a reminder of the legacy that these two uh, leave behind them, even as Junior uh, sees their future as his future and his legacy. All of that is sort of what we would expect from the movie, really. But the piece that Queen shares with Slim that Moreland read, I think is a beautiful, beautiful piece. And I think that we can find within it the story, the entirety of that story in this simple paragraph. Slim asks Queen, so what are you looking for in a guy? I'm going to read it again. I want a guy to show me myself. I want him to love me so deeply I'm not afraid to show how ugly I can be. I want him to show me scars I never knew I had. But I don't want him to make them go away. I want him to hold my hand while I nurse them myself. And I want him to cherish the bruises they leave behind. Aside from being a poignant and beautiful way to express what it is you may want in a partner, when we elevate that reading to the level of racial injustice in the States, and we're answering the question asked by the white population, what is it you want? And the black population says, I want, I want you to be able to show me who I am. Not a caricature that you've created. Not some ideal you think I should live up to. But I want you to show me who I really am. Let me be that in your presence. I want you to love us so deeply that you share all of this with us. And we don't have to be afraid of how ugly we can be. We don't have to be perfect. We can have failures too that aren't going to end up with us dead on the side of the road. We want to be able to be as ugly as we can be and you can hold that even when we are. I want you to show us the scars that we never knew we had. How do we look from your perspective? What is it that you see that is scarring our, our lives, scarring our people? How can, we, how can we look at those ourselves and make ourselves new, make ourselves different in ways that we must do? Don't you tell us how to fix it. You have no right to tell us how to fix it. This is ours to fix, and we can do that work. So just take care of us while we do. Don't dishonor us with your ideas of how we should do it. Let us own who we are, all the good and all the bad, and find ways to live through that into a future of equity and justice. And then, when we get there, I want you to honor the bruises that are left over from our past. We're constantly talking about indigenous rights and the bruises that are left over from the past and how can we 
be present to them in a way that can bring healing? Or how can we just hold it and allow them to do their healing? That's what the black and Latino populations are saying in the States. Help us find what it is we need to heal and then let us do that healing and don't hate us for what we found. It could be a it could be a story going the other way as well. Because the fact that the entire black community recognized Queen and Slim everywhere they paused and everywhere they went, everywhere they stopped for something, they were recognized. But they weren't turned in. They were given opportunities to be safe, to make it the next leg of the road. And so they kept driving until they were at the end of the road and getting on a plane to take them to Cuba. They they were recognized by their own people. They had their own magic. They had their own way of seeing and knowing and understanding one another. And we do that too. There's an unspoken, okay, I know who you are, by the color of your skin and the way that you dress and the shoes that you have on and whether or not they're scuffed. I know who you are, just as you know who I am. So let's broaden that circle and find a way to be involved in those stories without trying to heal everybody else but holding one another and living with the bruises. I don't think this film is better than Parasite. It's not even easier to watch than Parasite. But I think it's a movie that can tell a story that needs to be told, that can invite us to find people rooted in their heritage, and not demand that they uproot themselves and live in ours. That challenges the myth of fear, uh, and we know that. Uh, young boys are considered, young black boys are considered dangers and, and shot down by police and homeowners. We have much work to do and many roads to go down in order to figure out exactly what it is. But Queen and Slim challenges us, uh, and not particularly us in this room, but us when we're outside of this room, and still our heads are working assumptions and playing stories around and around in our heads as we decide who people are and who they aren't. I've asked Annie when we can show this film. We have a license we can show it. I think it's the second or third week of February that we'll get together and actually watch it one evening and have a conversation about it. And I want it on the front sign, Queen and Slim, free movie, to see if we can have a conversation with a larger uh, group of people as well. We all want to find out who we are. We all want someone brave enough to hold us while we do that work. Courageous enough to, when we think we're done, to point out one more thing. We all want someone 
who will let us process and take our time and go back and forth as we find our way to healing. We all want someone who will love us even after the healing is done, but the bruises are still tender. We all want a world that continues to find its way toward acceptance and freedom and love. And though our hearts are so wide open, we might yet find ourselves pausing on the edge of what might be a little too afraid to go forward. So let us conquer that last frontier together. Thank you. It's a long, it's a long, long journey sometimes from where we are to where we need to be or where we were to where we are. Uh, but we have to, we have to make those journeys, and we have often triumphantly. Um, you've all made journeys that are incredibly powerful. Your stories weave back and forth and make you who you are. If we left from this place knowing only that, that every set of eyes has lived a series of stories, some good, some bad. If we left just carrying that with us, it might make all the difference in the world. So go from this place with your eyes open. Let others see into them, and may you see into those of others. Go in peace. Precious is the treasure in the love we give. you beyond measure has the love we live. Bonds of love growing strong with care. Precious, I can let you in the life we share.
You have been listening to a podcast from West Hill United Church located in Scarborough, Ontario, Canada. These podcasts are made possible by the generous support of our listeners, volunteers, and members of our community. To donate, go to our website, www.westhill.net, and click on the Canada Helps button, or go to www.westhill.net forward slash donate.